0: Good morning and welcome to WealthWorks Radio. Today we play the game of risk, the retirement version. The best part is you can play along. All that and more starting right now. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney.
1: Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve all Eric Carney is here. Eric is the president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph Lanzi. Is Joseph here?
2: I am. I'm here, oh, Steve. Good morning. Oh, <laughs> I
1: not see you back there. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm back here.
1: All right. Well, good to have you along. And uh, so we're going to dig into some stuff here. I like this risk. Did you play risk as a kid?
0: Oh, that was a great game. Yeah. Of course. Yeah.
1: So again, so we're kind to kind of get into this and say... Um, uh so what questions do you ask when you sit down and and you know look at, you know, you're looking across the table and, and how are you assessing their risk? Cause that's right. kind of what we're
0: into. Right. So I think risk is something that people really don't think about when it comes to financial planning, right? They're, they're more concerned about their lifestyle not running out of money, making sure that they can pay for healthcare. But the risk that's involved is something that you always have to take a look at. And so what we're always trying to do in a portfolio is to reduce the risk, reduce the volatility, and really provide a smoother rate of return, hopefully. And so a lot of times, you know, people never think how much risk am I really willing to take, but it's more, you know, how much money are you willing to lose? You know, and when you take a look at an investment, you have to remember that, yeah, you can make money, but you could also lose money. And that is the risk part of that portion. And so, like I said, this this is one thing that I think is really important to bring up to people when you're actually implementing a financial plan. Sure.
1: again, when when we're looking at this, um, so there's conservative, moderate, or growth, and and the kinds of risk that we're talking about in this case. Right, exactly. Uh, So I mean, again, so obviously conservative, that that makes sense. So
0: what's growth? So growth is like you're accepting a little bit more risk to uh, receive a better rate of return. So more than likely, the alpha in the portfolio or the horsepower in the portfolio, it's going to be a little more equity-driven, so you're looking to outperform sometimes or perform as well as the S&P 500. So a lot of times, you know, people are looking for growth in an accumulation period, and then they're going to slowly go into a growth and income portfolio. And then I still think that even when you get into retirement, you know, people are looking for pure income typically, but that's because they know that they have to receive a paycheck. But on top of that, there still should be more than likely some growth in your portfolio. You know, my mom's going to be 87 years old this year. she still has plenty of growth in her portfolio, and a lot of that reason for or a lot of the reason for that is is because I understand what her needs are, so that's important. But also, I know that she doesn't need that money, and that money eventually will be left to her children, and so that's another reason why that growth is in there. So we have to understand the particulars of what your goals actually are, where that money is actually going to end up, and then build a portfolio for that.
1: Folks, if that appeals to you, I would say give us a call right now. It's 800-779-1942. And as we sort of dig deeper into this... how do we, how do we assess? I mean, how do you assess somebody in terms of how how you get where their risk factor is?
2: I mean, you have to kind of start with how what type of investor are you? What have you done before? Right? Mm-hmm. Are you, were you just inside of a four hundred one k and you didn't really understand the investment components of that? Were you just in target date funds? And it really just boils down to how educated is that investor, right? Were, were they just placed in something that they don't know what that is or were they actively managing their 401k or do they have outside investments and they actually understand equities and they've kind of played the game of the equity market and they understand you know, the different types of stocks and then they also understand the bonds that are in there. So it's really just, what have you done before? How would you uh, classify yourself as an investor? And that can kind of give us a great starting point for our conversation.
1: You mentioned something, Joseph, and and uh, it is key and it's something that comes up every week, but. The importance of education, in other words, just explaining what's going on, because for many of us we don't know, you know, much about the the, the retirement world or the financial world. That's, that's why we turn to you. Um, but again, education is is the key, and and you guys are, are really good teachers.
2: Yeah, and I think a lot of people when they come in they, they kind of push the papers across the table and like, I don't know anything about this. So, you know, here it is, tell me what I need to do. And it's like, well, while that's a, a good start. You also need to educate yourself to understand that, you know, when you're interviewing multiple advisors, you can actually get a good feel for what they're going to be able to bring to the table for you and understand what they're doing instead of just putting everything in somebody else's hands. You want to start that conversation with that education piece. That way you're both always on the same page moving forward and they know exactly what's going on in their accounts.
1: So
0: when- So when okay, sorry, go ahead Eric. No, and just to add to that I mean, you know, look look at what just happened a few weeks ago people were paralyzed And I am telling you paralyzed by the debt ceiling I mean they couldn't do anything without thinking about the debt ceiling the debt ceiling is no longer an issue Right. And the stock market has actually done very, very well. And so the thing is, is that people get paralyzed by the evening news or by the daily news or by the media that is pounding on us 24 seven. And so we kind of put our retirement on the back burner because this is going to happen. This next event is going to take us out. This inflation is out of control. Interest rates are killing me. I'm not going to do anything. What about the president? What about the debt ceiling? It's always something. (laughs) There's always always something. It's always something, Steve, you know? And so the thing is, is that, you know, instead of being educated about our retirement, we kind of want to just put our head in the sand. And I get it, I mean, I really do understand that. You know, when I go over to my mother's house and Fox News is playing at level 10, I literally have to turn it down because I can't even think. But, and I said, mom, I said, you shouldn't watch so much news. Oh, I really don't watch it that often. Oh, really? Because whenever I stop over, it's (laughs) on. I mean I'm never at that house and it's not blaring throughout the entire house so I don't you know it's like You know, that's just her way of saying, uh, you know, I do watch it a lot, but I don't. But don't bug me, she says. Yeah, exactly. That is is very true. But, you know, people get paralyzed by these other um, alternative ideas that they have in their head. And that's not good for their overall financial plan. And it really comes down to don't worry about the world economy. Don't worry about the domestic economy. Focus on your own economy.
1: Oh, very good, yeah, 800 and so, you know, you were, we're talking about the debt ceiling and, and just what sort of upheaval there was there, and again, yeah, there was a lot of hand-wringing, and and oh my, and woe is me, and, and guess what? Life goes on. It's
0: all political theater. Oh, it is. I, I mean-
1: Because you know they were gonna come to terms.
0: Absolutely, you know, it's like, you know, they had this, and it was such a joke to watch, and I really do not watch a lot of news, but it was really interesting. McCarthy um, is in there with the president. Charles Schumer's in there. And then they all have this meeting and they're all shaking hands, holding, hugging each other, everything is like perfect. And then they go out to the podium and they blast each other. Then they go on Twitter and blast each other. And I'm just like, what a joke. You know, like like this is our democracy right here. So I mean, and and that, that was the whole thing. You knew that they were gonna work something out. And then of course you have Janet Yellen. I really don't understand her role in anything anymore because everything that that comes out of her is negative times 10. And so nothing positive comes out of Janet Yellen. She really believes the world is fiscally going to come to an end. Um, but they they always work things out. There's plenty of things that they can do. I'm not saying that our national debt is not a problem. I've always been concerned about that. This. this is going back 10 years ago. Um, and, and it truly is getting out of hand. But, you know, this is another way for these politicians to put in other things into the bill, like as long as you do this and as long as you do this and quite frankly the Americans don't understand what's going on behind closed doors and so but anyways from a from a uh, retirement perspective or an investment perspective it really was a non-event
1: so right and and again the market reacted accordingly and I mean the last week or so has been been you know, not bad, right?
0: No, not bad at all. And you know, typically, if, if from a historic standpoint, you go back in history and you take a look at the third year of every presidency, and the stock market usually does very well. Um, the stock market has really run up. It's interesting to see the options that have been played, and that's really what have been pushing up this market. Um, there's been a lot of option plays that have been um, propping up the market. So who knows what's going to happen the rest of the year? But like I said, there's you know still a lot of advisors out there who have remained very bearish, and uh, we did not. We actually remained very bullish. Um, We were equity-driven, properly equity-driven, and I think that has done uh, well for the client. But it doesn't mean that we you know, had to stop being proactive, there's still a very long year ahead of us. So um, I'm happy to be at this point, but I think that we have a lot more work to do this year.
1: All right. So we're halfway through the year coming up on another uh, quarter ending. How are you feeling about things? It seems like you're feeling optimistic for the most part.
0: I think so. I, I really do think so. I think, you know, like I said, China seems to be calmed down at this point. I think, you know, some negotiations will go through. I still think that they absolutely want to be a superpower. I mean, they're always going to be a thorn in our side. Um, I don't think that Taiwan is quite off the table. Um, Russian Ukraine remains status quo. There's nothing really majorly changing over there. So as long as things stay as they are and inflation is wrangled. They in which I think at this point is somewhat is um, interest rates you know will probably go up a little bit more um, I see where the market will respond very positively for that um, and so I think that there could be a, a little bit of a pullback just because the market has had such a good run-up but I'm, I'm very optimistic I'm cautiously opt- optimistic about the rest of the year
1: all right well on that note let's uh, let's take a break guys and, and invite folks to call and uh, I know you've got some uh, space available on your calendar
2: Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're gonna be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're gonna create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over a thousand dollars and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation in short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000. We'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation.
1: That sounds fantastic, Joseph. Folks, do give us a call, 800-779-1942. Get a financial roadmap put together once and for all. A practical financial review is what we're talking about here, and it's a phone call away, 800-779-1942. Get that comprehensive financial review that Joseph just described, plus all the extras that go along with it, the the, social security analysis, the portfolio x-ray, all of that. And then when you walk out, you will have in your hand a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement 800-779-1942 800-779-1942 let's take that break we'll come right back and continue right here on wealthworks radio with eric carney and joseph lanza
0: next up on wealthworks radio retirement planning comes in all shapes and sizes coming up we're going to talk about why the custom approach is so critical stay tuned
1: Welcome in. This is WealthWorks Radio. Eric Carney's here. Eric, of course, President Retirement Wealth. Joseph Lanza, also a fiduciary independent. Well, the whole firm is a fiduciary and independent. Good thing there. And uh, we have, uh, we're going to dig into some fun stuff here this time.
0: Yeah, so this one I actually like, Steve, because these are questions that a lot of people don't really think about. But they're, it really does become a big deal. Because like I said, in the financial plan, you have to remember one thing about a financial plan is that it's forecasting. And a lot of my friends and family, I drive them crazy because they're like, oh yeah, you're a planner, I forgot. And it drives them crazy because like Labor Day weekend, we have a pretty big event coming up and I already have everything planned. Like I know exactly where we're going, I've made reservations, I know what I'm gonna bring. It's like, it's pretty much all set. And they're like, that drives me crazy. I'm like, no, it's actually soothing to me. Like I'm doing all the hard work now so that I can actually enjoy the weekend, right? And everybody's going to panic because the day before they're leaving, they're like, what should I bring? What should I bring? It's just like retirement. I mean, you want to plan for years ahead. And so if you're 50 years old, that's probably one of the best times to plan for your retirement because you still have 10 to 15 years. And so the thing is, is that, um, you you know, you get to a certain point, you have to start being very serious about your finances. And a lot of these questions go along with that.
1: So um, go ahead. What's the, what's the question you'd ask?
0: Uh, the first one is, I mean, once invested, how long do you plan to keep your funds invested? So, what is the time frame of different? portions of your money. So you're going to have emergency savings, you're going to have money that you need in one to three years, three to five years, more than six years, and even 10 to 15 years. And that 10 to 15 years could be healthcare related, um, something that's going to come down the road, maybe your grandkids college or whatever that may be. But what that means is that you're going to use different buckets of money for different timeframes. But it also means that, you know, uh, maybe you're going to invest, a, a little more equity driven uh, over time, because you don't need that money for quite some time. So that's the one thing that we have to really take a look at. So these are all things that we want to know, what are your timeframes? What are your needs? But also, you know, how long? When is the When is the, the point in time where we're going to need this money? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't really think about that.
1: Well, and and so, I mean, yeah, when you said one to three, three to five, more than six, I mean, all those answers are right, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, all of them are right, yeah. Because, I mean, like I said, I mean, there's there's going to be, hey, I'm going to buy a car next year. Um, that's obviously the one to three years. Uh, three to five years, I want to remodel my kitchen. Or, you know, more than six years or even 10 years, I'm going to need income every single year the rest of my life. And so, I mean, there's all different kinds of things that you can do in there. What's interesting to me is after COVID, there is a huge uptick in international travel. And so now all of a sudden people are traveling again. Not only are they traveling again, but they're spending a little bit more money than they used to. And the reason for that is, is because nobody's really been traveling for three years mm-hmm. so now they're like hey you know what we've got a little bit of extra money because we haven't gone and now we're really gonna take a great trip and I really do I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the people in Europe because those people really do depend on a strong economy uh, with their tourism and so I think that this summer they're going to be very busy as well you know for the rest of the year as well too
1: sure and that means you're going to be as busy too
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, this year has been no different than last year. We have been extremely busy, but it's also where people are accepting more planning. And Joseph had an interesting client last week that had come in that had been working with a a firm for quite some time, but there was no financial plan. He might bring that up later. Yeah, they they actually were.
2: They were working with a a big national firm for quite some time. And, um, you know, they, they saw in the marketing and everything that they're That firm was doing, how they prided themselves on creating that financial plan. And uh, they had been with them for years at this point. And they uh, finally called in after the advisor not reaching out to them, which we see quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, you know, we've been with you for quite some time. Where's our plan? Is there anything that's in structure? Oh, we'll get that meeting set up right up for you. And we'll we'll get that done for you. You know, why wasn't this done? when they first started with right. that firm years right. ago, yeah. because once you start getting, to, you know, when you're 50 years or older and those years are so much more important than those earlier years, where if you're not planning and you're not putting away that money, you're just taking away. At, okay. I have one less year to do something. I have one less year to make a change. How, how am I going to accomplish my goals? Right. And you don't want to have to add on those working years. So not having a plan put in place when you're working with somebody can be a huge Red flag. Sure.
1: eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two. And that's what are some other kinds of questions? I mean, uh, so, is a mortgage uh, a deal breaker or or can we have one?
2: I wouldn't say it's not a deal breaker. Um, we talk about this a little bit on the show. But when you were talking about a, a fixed mortgage rate, right, when we're talking right. about 30 year fixed mortgage rate, if you have a low, you know, when I say low, I'm thinking, you know, under 5% or maybe even under 4% of a fixed mortgage rate. <clears throat> that's not something that is going to be so crucial to your retirement, where it's going to be detrimental. But we do want to start breaking down your expenses and really figure those out. You know, Eric, and I met with somebody not too long ago, and we in our first meeting, we started talking about expenses. And we said, you know, okay, well, basically, in a month, how much do you think you spend? How much is your current lifestyle right now? And they said, eh, about $4,000. We ran the plan at that initially, but we also <clears throat> gave them an expense sheet to show them, okay, well, you know, why don't you fill this out so we can see exactly how much you're spending? And in that next meeting when they came back, it was closer to $5,500 a month. Now, that's eighteen. dollars thousand dollars a year extra. So when we're looking at a financial plan, that's 25, 30 years over that time frame, If that's 30 years, not even including inflation, that's an extra $540,000 wow. that they need in retirement, Wow! which can throw a plan, obviously, sure. to the complete other spectrum of, whoa, 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 we need to work a couple more years, or we need to save some more. So really figuring out your expenses and how much that's going to be in retirement is a huge
0: step. Yeah.
1: So making that transition from you know working to retirement how i mean i know we've got to sort of redo our budgets and to some things are left out other things are added in is that a tricky trail to walk down it can
2: be if if you're not actually doing it yourself right if you're not actually going through and living that life it could be hard to project that right i mean how many times when you are when you and your spouse are both in retirement are you gonna be going out to eat? What about your entertainment costs? Are you gonna be traveling once a month? A lot of times people underestimate how much their expenses truly are gonna be and then they get into retirement and like, well, if we're only spending this much, we're gonna be pretty bored, right? Yeah. We wanna go visit our kids or we wanna go visit our grandkids that live here. We actually, you know, we wanna to go to Europe twice a year. And so there's a lot of things that then get added on into the plan once they're in retirement that can change those expenses.
1: Sure. Wow, I mean, again, you, you just mentioned a lot of things, and and um, what about helping someone set up a, a budget that they can practice, right? So it's like a like a dress rehearsal. Is that something that you recommend?
2: Yeah, that's definitely definitely a good idea. It's also really figuring out how much their lifestyle currently cost them because a lot of times it's not going to change much as far as decreasing right a lot of people think that when they're in their working years once well i stop working so i'm not going to be spending as much well actually now you and your spouse have an extra 40 to 50 hours a week of doing nothing. Right? right? What are you going to do in that time frame? You know, you need to start looking at hobbies, are you going to start going around the house and saying, well, this needs to be fixed, you know, why don't we just do the AC now? Why don't we get that roof repaired? And so there's a lot of expenses that actually are going to spark up that if we can put them in that mindset now before they actually get into retirement, it can be really beneficial for them.
0: Of course. A little off subject right now, but like you know, it, it goes back to this this gentleman that I think about quite often. Um, I was having a really bad day, and I'm driving home, and I'm like, it, I have so many things going on. You know, it's just you know you, you you got a million. You're wearing a million different hats, and and there's so many things that are going on, and people are tugging at you in all different directions and everything. And driving home there's a gentleman sitting in the sun in an elongated wheelchair who will never walk again and really will need help the rest of his life. And I looked at him and I thought to myself, got it. I got the message. Like you don't realize how lucky you are. You know, like we, we, we sometimes go through life and, we think how bad we have it until you see someone else who has it much, much worse than you. And so the the, the the bottom line of that is, is that we have to be grateful for what we have. And so a lot of times people don't understand what they actually have in front of them, what they have prepared for retirement. And so by looking at all of this, we can kind of take a look at this and forecast and say, look, here's your situation. It's actually going to look pretty good, or we have to tweak a few things. But when we say there's a results in advance financial plan, that's kind of what it is, because we are literally running your own financial plan. And you see what your results are based on how much you're spending, based on inflation at two and a half percent, based on a certain rate of return. So these are not pie in the sky numbers. They're saying if you average, let's say 6%, inflation's at two and a half percent, you're spending X amount of dollars. This is what your situation's gonna look like. So it literally is a results in advance financial plan that is built for you. So when people get really down on their finances, They really don't have to, they just have to build a plan to see what direction they're actually going into.
1: Folks, if that's you, give us a call. In fact, let's uh, open up the lines and invite folks to call right now.
2: Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're gonna be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're gonna create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over a thousand dollars and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out, your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're gonna take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll we'll be giving it, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation.
1: Hey, that sounds fantastic, Joseph, but uh, you know, that's the goal of the show is to help you make the best decision for you. And if you got any questions about the kinds of things that we're talking about, or how it might apply in your situation, give us a call 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. A quick break, we're coming back. Lots more on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanz.
0: Next up on WealthWorks Radio, when it comes to retirement planning, it's essential you understand the investments your plan encompasses, and how they work together to build lifetime income and retirement. We dive into these particulars right after this.
1: Are back on WealthWorks Radio. Eric is here. Joseph is here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and we are having a great discussion covering some ground that, you know, just getting you to retirement, just all of the kind of the different elements of the plan. And, and I think we're looking at it a little differently today.
0: Yeah, so I think it's evolved. I think retirement planning has significantly evolved. You know, I talk about my mom who had two tax works offices up in upstate New York. And then towards the end, she she became a licensed uh, financial advisor. And so, you know, she was selling mutual funds and everything back then in the 80s. But even she said, what a difference today is. It is a completely different ball game. I mean, now you have world economies. Um, you have changing interest rates. You know, interest rates are significantly different now than they were back then. Um, you have a lot more volatility in the stock markets. You have a lot more products, tools, and investments that, that were not available back then. I remember a mutual fund salesman walking into my father's uh, print shop, and my father ended up putting $10,000 into a Franklin Templeton mutual fund back then because a mutual fund was a brand new product pretty much um, you know that that's where they started packaging all the stocks and so you know I remember my dad explaining it to me my dad actually did a really good job explaining it to me I still remember to this day how he explained it it's basically you know a basket of stocks so you're diversifying it and and so forth and um, so I mean but you know mutual funds today are certainly not used anywhere's near like what they used to be um, Um, There's just a lot more sophisticated products out there like exchange-traded funds, I think, are significantly better. Uh, They're less expensive. um, There's a lot more asset classes available. Um, I think that you can truly build a better diversified portfolio, but you can also manage, monitor, and maintain that portfolio um, because it trades like a stock. So you can rebalance it. You can sell off shares and so forth. So an exchange-traded fund is, is, I think, significantly better over a, um, a dated mutual fund, for sure. Sure. Of course.
1: Sure. 800-779-1942. Um, well, let's talk about, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, what? The the Baron of Omaha is what they call him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, know, Oracle.
1: Uh, yeah. The Oracle. That's the word. Thank you. Right. Uh, Warren Buffett, who we're talking about, of course, the CEO, Berkshire Hathaway. And uh, so I, I always enjoy kind of his little nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. And uh, let's uh, let's check out one right now. He was on MSNBC or CNBC, actually uh, CNBC uh, recently, and uh, he was talking about uh, short and long term.
0: I think it's the same thing that makes most sense practically all of the time. And and that is to consistently buy. Keep buying it through thick and thin, and especially through thin. Uh, the temptation, when you see bad headlines in newspapers, maybe to say, "Well, maybe I should skip a year or something." Just keep buying. It. The trick is not to pick the right company. It's to be because. Sh- Most people aren't equipped to do that, and plenty of times I make mistakes on that. The trick is to to do it consistently and to do it in a very, very low-cost way because costs really matter in investments. uh, That makes an enormous difference in how much money you have on retirement. Sure. What are your thoughts? What do you think? Yeah, I agree completely. I mean, a lot of good... A lot of good advice right there, and because what happens is, is that when times get really tough, people stop buying, people stop investing. They want to move into cash. They want to make very irrational decisions. And so what happens then is, you know, again, we go back to two thousand and twenty. And what's interesting is, is that you know, I I had one client where you know we started moving money into cash, and uh, I'm not going to go over the particulars of it and everything, but you know, we we started as the market started to move. Down, we started to raise up a little bit more cash but the bottom line was that we had a plan and when the client steps in because they're very emotional they're making very emotional decisions instead of tactful decisions and so what ends up happening is is that you kind of have to put the client um, on the back burner for a little bit and say look understand we're going through a process and you know they will they will come back to you and they'll say okay You know, I do trust you, you are my advisor, but I am worried, I hear you. And it's not that we are discounting their feelings. But the thing is, is that when the markets are down, we have to be incredibly proactive. And I think that when the client sees that you are managing, monitoring, communicating with them and actually getting through a difficult time and you are buying at a lower price, then all of a sudden when the markets return, they're like, oh, this is so much better now. But the thing is, is that when the markets are down and there's a lot of volatility, your clients are always out there and they're they're entrusting you with their money. And, and I think that that's the difference between having a third-party money manager and when you actually have eyeballs on that portfolio. And so this is the difference between a money manager and an advisor just giving it to a third party. When you give it to a third party, not only is the advisor at the mercy of that Third-party money manager, but so is the client and I hate to say this But this is the one thing that's frustrating about this industry is that third-party money manager has never even met the client So they don't really understand what their actual needs are. They're just building a model portfolio and so what happens is is that you know again that that, that investor is hoping that their money's invested correctly. But the bottom line is, is that Warren Buffett always has a lot of great things to say. And I think that's true. You know, through thick and thin, you have to worry about the thin. And that's really when your advisor has to go to work is when not when times are good, but when the markets are down, you have to go to work to make sure that you get them back to a better place at some point.
1: Absolutely. Well said, Eric. And and one of the things that uh, that Warren Buffett said, uh, he used the word consistency. That's really key to uh, just making a successful retirement in general, especially from a savings standpoint.
0: Yeah. So it, that's a really good point, because if you have a younger client, I'll say to them, look, every single year I want you to put into your Roth IRA. I want you to max it out. That's the one thing I want you to do. And what happens is, is that if they have a bad year, they don't put it in. They're like, "Oh, I didn't really have a great year," and I'm like, "Well, you could have put that in and actually bought more shares at a lower price." The problem is, is that it's very inconsistent, and you could have bought a lot more shares in the in the in the time that it was down. And so what happens is, is that I'm trying to get them into the habit of consistently putting in, no matter what happens. And then over time, actually, what happens when you do have a bad year and all of Sudden the next year, you have a great year and you bought low. They're like, wow, look at how well that account recovered, and now it's done really well. And that's also when you miss a year, that's a year missed of opportunity that really makes a huge difference down the road and you can show a client look if you miss two years of not putting into this it has a dramatic effect maybe even six figures uh, down the road so like I said you keep accumulating no matter what through thick and thin and I think that was great advice Sure, especially the thin part like he said that's right
1: so let's talk about um... Uh, bonds and I know we've had discussions in the past but what's happening today with bonds
0: uh, that we should be aware of well I think bonds are starting to become more attractive I think you know last year they got pummeled Um, and again I've said this before but last year was No surprise. I mean, it was not unpredictable, but yet a lot of people were still in bond funds. Uh, We actually had a client that, I mean, unbelievable that last year their advisor moved them out of Nvidia and into treasuries. And so when they came in to see me, I looked at this and I'm like, wait a minute, you're you're telling me that they took you out of Nvidia to buy treasuries. Yeah. We told them that we weren't really happy with the performance of the account.
1: Oh, have they looked at it lately.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and, and that was kind of my point. So we took over the portfolio and we actually, um, we actually increased that position. And so now all of a sudden the client looks at it and, and I'm like, well, that, that's what I was trying to explain to you. Like, I'm not sure why they took you out of something, you know, that was as, as equity driven and went the opposite way. But this is the problem again with the financial industry is that this is where if your advisor is just doing what you're telling them to do, I don't know if that's such a good position because I'm not telling you what to do with your money, but I am going to advise you on what to do with your money. Now if you agree with me and you say, okay, let's go ahead with that, that's what I call a relationship, right? And I'm not telling my clients that you have to do everything that I tell you to do, but But the bottom line is, is that, you know, we're trying to give you proactive advice. I mean, we're trying to build a pragmatic plan with imperfect information, but we have a lot more information than than the general public. But the bottom line is, is that, like I said, you you have to forecast, see what your needs are, try to build a plan for that, and try to give you the very best advice that we possibly can.
1: Sure, that sounds great. 800-779-1942. And so, uh, you know, as we sort of things up here um, we've got a we've got to really just keep an eye on everything and, and it just seems to me you know COVID's behind us all that kind of stuff but it so it really seems like now is the time to really sort of get your stuff together and put this package together
2: yeah getting back to the consistency of what Warren Buffett was talking about we met with a client not too long ago and um, her and her husband they have a, her husband has a pension that is primarily the main source of income that is coming into them her husband's pension and Social Security and it covers almost all of their expenses so she's planning her retirement now and um, they're just relying on that for income now she has a large 401k that she pretty much made very clear right away doesn't care how it's invested that she's relying on the pension from her husband well in a short discussion with her, that pension doesn't have a survivorship on it. So in a matter of 10 minutes, someone can really start to care about their investments when they understand that, okay, well, if something does happen, you know, what if scenario, if something does happen to your spouse, now this 401k is your 100% source of income coming into you, right? Because we know social security won't pay out on both spouses, just whichever one has the highest one. Now you're looking at a large deficit for your expenses. So now it really does matter what that 401k is actually invested in. So you want to make sure that you're not neglecting your assets or your investments just because you may not need something now or for a long time doesn't mean you shouldn't care about how it's invested or making sure that it's taking advantage as much as possible of the market.
1: Sure. Well, again, we're up against the clock again. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. Come on back and uh, have one more segment.
2: Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over a thousand dollars, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942
1: is how you get the ball rolling, folks. An opportunity to to really get a comprehensive financial review, see where you stand today, but what's more important is just what we've been talking about, is having that consistency to create that roadmap that'll help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942 800-779-1942 One more break, we're back with more WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and
0: Joseph Lanza, right after this. Coming up next, my favorite part, questions from you and answers from us stay tuned
1: We're back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. And, of course, Eric is, uh, well, they're both, Eric and Joseph, independent fiduciary advisors. And, really, that's that's your whole organization, Eric, in terms of what you have. You're a fiduciary firm. You've you're a, You've got that concierge service. And when I've explained that to people, and I have a couple times, it's like, wow, that's what I want.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because people will call us and they're like, well, you know, can we have some referrals? I'm like, yeah, sure. And what has been really nice is they're not just coming back and talking about me. They're talking about the team. And um, a lot of people that have come on board, they're like, you know, Eric, it's just impressive because like, you know, people called out other people in your firm and said, th- you know, they do a great job because of this or this or this. And I was really grateful for that because, like I said, I think that we we all put a lot of effort in there and this really is a team approach like when we take on a client we understand that we all have to chip in and and take care of this client so it's really been great i mean like i said we are like a little family here that that work very well together but we also understand what our job is for the client we take that very seriously so like I said, I mean this this year's just been an, another great year. It's been a fantastic year, and it, I, I you know I think some people realize how much work goes on behind the scenes, but some people just realize or don't realize. I'm sorry uh, about how difficult it is. I mean, there's so many moving parts when it comes to someone's financial life. But um, like I said, I think we're a pretty well oiled machine, and uh, I'm very proud of everyone. I heard sure. a
1: term. I heard a term recently, and I, let's see if you like it. It's called an asset map. In other words, everything that you've got laid out on a map, so to speak,
0: like, yeah, a we roadmap or whatever we, it might be. Yeah, we do a financial mind map, um, okay. and so I, I'll tell you what the financial mind map is—it blows me away because it literally shows where all of your money, your assets, are going. And I mean, there's they're pretty, pretty sophisticated, pretty difficult to build, um, but when you show it to the client, they're like, "Wow!" And it's it is literally your finances on this piece of paper. And uh, it's, it's, probably one of the best tools I've ever seen out there. And Donna and Joseph are really great at that. The one thing about Joseph is that, you know, like he works beside of me, but then he's been working beside next to Donna and he is literally a hybrid. I mean, he is a, he's learning to be a money manager, um, an investment advisor, but also a great planner. And he's also understanding all the software. Um, quite frankly, you know, we had one gentleman, he's like, Eric, you're not a CFP. I'm like, no, I am not. I'm like, I have too much other stuff to do, you know, but but that's why I brought on Donna, she's a certified financial planner. She heads up the whole financial planning team. And it's it's enough just to manage people's accounts and then you want to have a financial planning team. So it's nice because like I said, we are both buried and so we, we collaborate for that client all throughout the year based on their investments, their portfolio, and then all of a sudden we're taking a look at all their financial planning needs. It's, it's a huge collaboration and people our clients really appreciate that. So, um, like I said, it's it's service is huge for us. We want to make sure that that client hears us, sees us, we're, we're communicating with them, and uh, a, a, again, a very well-oiled machine.
1: Sure. 800-779-1942. All right, let's jump into some of these questions here. Uh, Douglas in Port Charlotte. Uh, he says, given the volatile market we've been facing, what would make bonds a reasonable... What would make would that make bonds a reasonable and relatively safe alternative?
2: I mean, there there is a big difference people need to understand between bond funds and actually holding an individual bond. Right. So when you're actually holding an individual bond, you can hold that to maturity and you're getting the par value back or that you know $1,000 per bond back at the end of that maturity. Inside of a bond fund, those are constantly being traded and you're never waiting until you actually get that or receive that initial principal back into your account. So if you're actually gonna hold individual bonds I do think that they're becoming a lot more attractive uh, the Fed did say that they're planning on raising rates two more times but we have reached a, a rate here where you know if you get into an investment grade corporate bond you could be looking at five to six percent yield to maturity which is going to be uh, pretty good so just make sure you understand the difference between you know getting in an actual fund and also selecting those individual bonds
1: all right well there you go Douglas give us a call 800-779-1942 Helen is in a sterile she says I'm 50 50- 53 and concerned I'm not diversified enough. I have both international and domestic stocks, but at the moment, that's all should I look into real estate investments or precious metals? Thanks. Appreciate your tips every week
0: hey Helen thanks for the call so basically I mean uh, there's a lot of people that I don't believe are diversified enough and the, the bottom line is is that it really depends on what you are trying to accomplish and so really what you're taking a look at is you have to understand what the goals and objectives are for your money and so uh, if we were to do an income plan and a financial plan that's really what you're taking a look at first because by taking a look at your portfolio first you're really putting the cart in front of the horse, which doesn't really make a lot of sense. Remember what I always say, purpose determines placement. So the purpose of your life, the purpose of your money is going to determine how your portfolio is actually built. Um, And so what I would look at is, I mean, real estate, you know, could be a good investment. Precious metals could be a good investment. But like I said, it, it It all depends on if that's going to suit your actual needs.
1: Of course, 800-779-1942. Helen, give us a call. Um, On we go. Uh, Raymond is in Arcadia. Says, uh, sorry, I'm a little late to the game, but I assumed the 4% rule and 65 being the magic number for retirement were kind of timeless retirement rules of thumb. Now I hear that the goal should be to save a million dollars for retirement. So what's the best way to go about this before things change yet again? I'm trying to be an old dog who can learn new tricks.
2: Well, that's really the thing is that, you you know, he kind of said it himself. It's like before things change yet again, right? Right. So all these old rules, they don't really apply to today's day and age. You know, say, oh, you need a million dollars to retire. Everybody's so different. Why do you you have to get to 65 to actually retire? Your situation is drastically different than the next guy's situation. And the 4% rule, we talked about it a bunch of times, but that's been outdated. The creator of the 4% rule has even come out and said, yeah, "Yeah, don't follow this. It doesn't work. Please, don't follow this, please. it's gonna be different for everybody. I mean, there's people that come through our door that are that their lifestyle costs them forty thousand dollars a year, and there's people that come through a door that their lifestyle costs them two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a yeah. year, right? So is that million dollars really gonna work for each of those people? No, it's gonna be drastically different. What you need to do is sit down and start with an income plan, figure out what your budget is, look where your assets are, and just start planning out your income from there and don't go based off of some old traditional rule or saying. Yeah. Okay.
1: Fair enough. And uh, there you go, Raymond. Let's see. Uh, 800-779-1942. We got time for another one. Let's go to Kim in Fort Myers Beach. Uh, she says, I'm 55 with $600,000 saved for retirement. Is it possible to retire at 62, claim Social Security and live off $6,000 a month for the rest of my life? Thanks.
0: I mean, this is this again, it's, it's where we're guessing, right? We're, yeah. we're trying to figure this out in our head, right, Steve? mean, we, yeah. we talk about this all the time. The bottom line is, is that, you know, the one thing that's not in here is, you know, is she considering inflation? Is she considering long term care or health care? Because that's going to be a huge um, uh issue at the end of your life. It's a big expense. It's probably one of our, one of our biggest expenses. So $6,000, is that in today's dollars or is that in another seven years? Because really, when you factor in two and a half percent inflation on that $6,000 a month, are we talking in today's dollars or are you talking, you know, at that point. So the bottom line is, is this is when we really do a financial plan, but also do an income plan. And the other thing is you have $600,000 saved for retirement, but is that all taxable? And so these are things that we have to take a look at as well. So again, I would really do a financial plan and an income plan, and then really forecast uh, what it looks like again? It results in advanced financial plan, and um, and then go from there.
1: All right. So I mean, bottom line is there there are things that she could do, and and that could work. It might not work, but that's the whole idea
0: of sitting down with you. Yeah, that's the whole point of planning. And, you know, again, it blows me away how many people out there are trying to figure out retirement, do not have any kind of plan in place. No, there's no financial plan. There's no income plan. There's really no direction. And the other thing that that income plan does and that financial plan does is it provides you with accountability to your advisor. Like you said, you know, I should be in the ballpark here. You said I should be in the ballpark here. That's what it's going to do. So again, you know, it okay people have got to stop guessing about their retirement and really starting to or try to get some kind of accountability out there. Sure.
1: Well, and again, we have uh, run up against the clock, gentlemen. Let's uh, let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today.
0: Yeah, everybody out there. Thank you so much for all the positive feedback and all the great questions that we receive from you every week. If you've been listening and you're looking for a full blown financial plan review, give us a call today. We're going to do a comprehensive financial plan review. We're going to run all the reports for you fee report, a volatility report. Let's take a look at all your portfolios. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation, give us a call today. We look forward to seeing you.
1: Hey, that sounds great, Eric. This is it. Last opportunity today to give us a call and come on in. 800-779-1942 is the number. It's an opportunity to get a true practical financial review. And if you've never done it before, no time like the present, make that call today while you're thinking about it. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Well, Eric, Joseph, always a pleasure. This is my favorite hour of the week. We just cruise through some stuff and great information comes out.
0: Absolutely, Steve. Thank you so much. Joseph, great job as always. Everybody out there, thanks again for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement.
3: Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors in this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity products guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by rwa insurance licensed in the state of florida insurance license number p138852 registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients we have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest if any exists please refer to our firm brochure the adv2a page 4 for additional information WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.